This show is brought to you by Safety FM. sexual situations and violence. It is intended only for mature audiences. Finally, show with the balls and call it like it is. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Countdown to audio torture. The Rated R Safety Show starts in three, two, one. Ah, let the eardrum pain begin. Forget the corporate bullshit. This is the Rated R Safety Show with your host, Dr. Uh, it doesn't matter who the host is. Oh, you so know it already. It does not matter who the host is. Anyways, how are you as we are entering this last day of June? Yes, it is. Today is Friday, June the 30th of 2023, day 181st of the year and only 184 days left to go yep that's what's going on like it is some serious business um as we are talking so we are broadcasting from the safety fm studios in orlando florida coming across the multiverse known as safety fm and then we are hanging out with our friends and colleagues at that other place we are radio we are sarcasm we are both combined Radio Big. Yes, combination of sarcasm and radio and streaming and all that other horse shit that we do around here. So listen, let's talk real quick. If you want to interact with the show, easy to do so. Callinradio.com. You can send your little messages. For some reason, we get overpopulated on Wednesdays, but we can have that conversation at a different time. Um, But yeah, you can actually send in your messages at callinradio.com. Video, <laughs> audio, text messaging, you know, you know the deal there. And then we are streaming across the multiverse known as Safety FM, so you don't have to worry about that stuff. And we actually will do a little bit of everything, a little bit of everything, um, as you are able to take a look around, which is kind of a fantastic type of thing. Uh, But you can also hang out with us on the radio apps, which is kind of an even more interesting anomaly to me, as you're able to do that. Because we can come in, hang out, and do all kinds of interesting stuff uh, because we are on the Safety FM 
app. We are on the Radio Big app. We are on iHeartRadio. We're on TuneIn. We're even on the Apple Music app. Um, if you go to Radio Big, all you have to do is once you do that, you know, just make sure you're doing the stream or emer action. And, you know, when you're, we're on iHeart, a lot of people are like, oh, yes, my podcast is on iHeart. Well, my podcast is on iHeart, but so is the streaming radio station. So keep that in mind as we are talking. So options are available to you if you want to take a look at that. Anyways, if you're not familiar with what we do around here, we're talking about safety in the news, news and safety. But on Fridays, you know, all that stuff that I've compiled throughout the whole week, well, I kind of bring it back and go... Um, let's get it all together and um, take a look-see-ooksie on what the hell's going on and uh, say, hey, we kind of missed this and we missed that, and let's take a look at the mumbo-jumbo um, that we have there. So there you go, some interesting stuff. As we are taking a look around and doing all of it together as we get to hang out. So keep that in mind as we are doing this today. So Freeform Friday, talk about anything, do a little bit about anything. But listen, we still have some foundational stuff um, that we have to go over. And what the hell is that? Some of that foundational stuff? Well, we have to tell you what the hell is trending because why wouldn't you want to know that? Here is what was trending. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, so a favorite magazine downsizes drastically and a lucky high school grad uh, gets an unexpected financial boost. We'll talk about that as we get into the shit list. And Madonna is still bedridden. We'll talk a little bit about that. And Kelsey Ballerini um, got hit in the face by a fan-thrown bracelet. Uh, And what else? Uh, Taryn Egerton is taking a break from social media. I, I think that that's newsworthy, of course. Um, Vanna White knows um, that she uh, what she wants, and we'll talk about that. And Geraldo Rivera is out of Fox, as we'll talk a little bit about that as well. And then get into the mischief of everything that we do around here. We also have some um, some professional broadcasters that are waiting over there in the wings uh, for they can tell us exactly what the hell's going on, which is always a fun part. Because why wouldn't you want some professional broadcasters um, waiting around trying to tell you exactly what's going on? Because, listen, that's what we do around here. And then we, I got some other stuff that I'm very excited about sharing with you. But we'll get into that in just, in just a, a titty-bitty, a titty-bitty um, in regards of what the hell's going on. So don't worry about that aspect because I got some info for you um, for we can share and go into. So... What do we want to do? Do we want to start off with the professional broadcasters who are waiting in the wing? Um, because I will tell you, all I have to do is connect there with Mark Mayfield right there. And he'll jump in and take over and do the things that he does, him and his crew. So let's do that. Let's have Mark Mayfield tell you about the news. Here is the news on the Rising Bar Safety Show. In DC News Radio, I'm Mark Mayfield. President Biden says he strongly disagrees with the Supreme Court decision rejecting the use of race in college admissions. Many people wrongly believe that affirmative action allows unqualified students to be admitted ahead of qualified students. This is not how college admissions work. The high court yesterday ruled against the use of policies in which an applicant's race is taken into account in the admissions process at both Harvard University and University of North Carolina. 
The Supreme Court today will rule on two cases involving President Biden's student loan forgiveness plan and another concerning protections for LGBTQ people. One of these student loan cases is a challenge by six Republican state attorneys general who argued that the loan forgiveness policy violates the separation of powers and the Administrative Procedure Act. The other is a suit brought by two student loan borrowers who don't qualify for relief who sued to vacate the program. The LGBTQ case was brought by a Colorado web designer who argued she has a First Amendment right to refuse to design websites for same-sex weddings, despite a Colorado anti-discrimination law that bars businesses from discriminating against LGBTQ people. The number of people traveling over the long 4th of July weekend is going to break records, Rory O'Neill reports. An estimated 50.7 million Americans will travel 50 miles or more for the Independence Day weekend, a number even higher than before the COVID pandemic. AAA says more people will be traveling by car now that gas is about $1.20 lower than it was a year ago. Air travel should be up 11% to 4.1 million. The fact that the holiday falls on a Tuesday, giving many a four-day weekend, is helping to spur the demand in travel. I'm Rory O'Neill. And Geraldo Rivera says he's been fired from The Five on Fox News and has quit the network. The journalist posted in a video posted on his Twitter page that he would have more to say on Fox & Friends Friday morning. You're listening to the latest from NBC News Radio. You are listening to something magical. <laughs> You're Not. listening to the Rated R Safety Show. A man with materials for explosives and an active warrant related to the January the 6th Capitol riot is under arrest after running towards former President Obama's Washington, D.C. home. Brian Shook reports. Secret Service officials saw the man within blocks of the home detaining him as he was running towards it. His van was parked nearby with multiple weapons and materials to make explosive devices like a Molotov cocktail. He had made threats on social media against public figures recently and had an open warrant on charges related to the Capitol riot. It's unknown if the Obamas were home at the time. I'm Brian Shook. The Pentagon says a Chinese spy balloon did not collect intelligence during a flight over the U.S. earlier this year. The Defense Department said on Thursday that the balloon didn't collect any information as it flew over the country for most of a week in February. A spokesman said the Pentagon is aware the balloon had intelligence collection capabilities, but it didn't gather any data. The military shot down the balloon off the coast of South Carolina. Madonna is back home after her hospital visit for a serious bacterial infection. Trey Thomas has more. CNN reports the pop icon was discharged and taken to her New York home in a private ambulance. The source tells CNN she's in the clear. Madonna's manager shared in a post on Instagram that the 64-year-old singer was in the ICU for several days. He added that she's expected to make a full recovery, but postponed her upcoming celebration tour. I'm Trey Thomas. And at least 100 people have died in Mexico over the past three weeks as a heat wave pushed temperatures over 120 degrees in some parts of the country. Mexico's health ministry said nearly all of the deaths were attributed to heat stroke and a handful from dehydration. More than 60% of the people who died were in the northern state of Nuevo León, which borders Texas. Mark Mayfield, NBC News Radio. Safety in a way never heard of before. Rated R Safety Show on Safety FM. Hey, are you tired of hanging around and talking about safety in a boring kind of format? 
Well, I got something for you. If you haven't hung out with us yet at safetyfm.com, I'm going to encourage you to do so. Yeah, if you come out to Safety FM, you can come hang out with all kinds of safety professionals. Some are safety professionals. Some are just people that are talking about safety. But we want to do it in a format that makes it fun and entertaining. If you're kind of trying to figure out what the FM portion is, well, we're a radio station and also a podcast network. You can come out, hang out, and listen to my show, The Jay Allen Show. You can listen to Todd Conklin with the pre accident investigation blaine j hoffman with the safety pro the hop nerd sam goodman just to name a few on what could be found on the station different things for different people trying to bring safety in an entertaining form safetyfm.com go to the website download the app and carry it with you all day long safetyfm.com we'll be waiting for you right now our country feels divided but there's a place where people are coming together I got to tell you, I was nervous to talk to someone so different than me. Me too, but I'm glad we are. Love Has No Labels and One Small Step are helping people with different political views, beliefs, and life experiences come together through conversation. And it feels good. Wow, your story is so... uh, Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) When people actually sit down, talk, and listen to one another, they can break down boundaries and connect as human beings. At lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step, you can listen to amazing, life-changing conversations and find simple tools to start a conversation of your own. I know one thing. This conversation gives me hope. It gives me a lot of hope, too. Take a step toward bringing our country and your community together by having the courage to start a conversation at lovehasnolabels.com slash one small step. A message from StoryCorps, Love Has No Labels, and the Ad Council. People do some pretty cool things in their 40s and 50s. Why should saving for retirement be any different? I mean, they go back to college. Learn new instruments. Start skateboarding. Okay, maybe that one's not for everybody, but saving for retirement is. With aceyourretirement.org, you can get on track with your retirement savings no matter your age. Just have a three-minute chat with Avo, the friendly digital retirement coach from AARP. You'll get personalized recommendations based on your input that are easy to understand and work with your lifestyle. It's quick, easy, and free. Plus, it's sponsored by AARP, so you know they got your back. Gnarly move, Dad. Thanks, sweetie. So wherever you are in your retirement savings journey, head to aceyourretirement.org and start chatting with Avo today. That's aceyourretirement.org. A message from AARP and the Ad Council. Let's start using cutting-edge warp speed 5G technology with your cell phone. Let me tell you about my friends at MobileMobile.io. They have an ultra-fast 4G LTE and 5G network that covers 99% of Americans. So they've got you covered everywhere. Think about it for a moment. You have the opportunity to take a test drive for 10 days with unlimited talk, text, and premium data. What is premium data? Premium data is an allotment of a cellular data that you receive from a higher priority on the network. You won't get throttled like you will with some of those, well, non-brand service providers. To find out more information, all you have to do is go to mobilemobile.io. That's mobilemobile.io to start your 10-day free trial. 
So do you feel like you're missing out on what everyone is starting to do now, that live streaming thing, and you don't know where to start or what to do? I have the resource and the information to provide to you in regards on how you can stream onto 40 social media platforms all at one time. Yes, that's 44-0 social media platforms all at one time. All you'll need to do is go to safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's safetyfm.com forward slash one. That's O-N-E. So just in case, and you'll be able to start live streaming just like you're hearing people starting to do right now up to 40 social media platforms. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Oh, yes, there is something weird between infiltration and Radio Big. It just seems to be uh, the thing that we get to talk about more and more frequently. I mean, what is the oddity here uh, that we talk about it so frequently? I don't know, but it does seem to be something that happens. What, what an odd thing to discuss. I mean, what do you think? What do you think that we talk about it? I mean, why do we talk about it so much? Is this one of those weird, weirdy weirdies? Um, that is for sure as we are going. Anyways, so yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of interesting stuff um, as it goes about and around and, you know, what, however, however you want to put that, a quajon, a quajon about it. Uh, no doubt about that. Anyways, with that being said, let's talk about some of the things that are going on inside of this world, though, uh, because I think that we need to do that for we can get into um, some of the other stuff. So let's take it from the very top. Let's talk about what the hell's going on inside of the world of the shit list. Well, Disney was gutted. Um, the writing staff of the National Geographic magazine. The print edition will uh, will live on, though, depending instead of uh, on contracted freelance writers to produce um, the content. The magazine still boasts 1.7 million subscribers, even as the print media struggles to survive an increasingly digital economy. So there you go. Be interesting to see uh, what the hell is going to go on there. There is no doubt about that. So what do you think about this as I tell you? As I tell you the changes uh, that are potentially going on, does it kind of make you wonder under um, if you should be watching the the digital print or do you go, hey, now we'll just stick to whatever. Anyways, for anything, uh, if you want to hear this, for many women, a high-end handbag is a status symbol that merits um, thousands of dollars plus the price tag. So just imagine the kind of status a 63,000 Louis Vuitton handbag might buy. Even if it's small enough to pass through the eye, the eye of a needle. Yes, a self-described art collector in New York called the MSCHF um, has produced exactly that using a 3D printing technology. In this case, the tiny green version of the Louis Vuitton on the go tote sold online at auction for an unidentified amount, though likely a very eccentric buyer. It measures about 657 by 222 by 700 microns on uh, the three one hundredth of an inch wide. The bag was inspired by the design normally that retails north of $3,000. Like, what are you going to do here? Like, here's the thing. I mean, no matter how expensive the watch, it tells the same kind of time it was a cheap watch. And if you have less money in the bag than what the bag actually costs... It might not be kind of worth it. 
More sarcasm than a Mortal Kombat beatdown. Rated R Safety Show. I mean, am I am I off my rocker when I say this? I'm just asking the question here, opposed to it being uh, one of those weird things where people go, well, that's not very nice. Well, I know it's not nice. That's why I'm kind of talking a little bit about this, opposed to it just being one of those things that uh, we go over the information and you go, well, oh, yeah, I get it now. Um, kind of a sooner rather than later type of thing. But those are the things that happen from time to time. That's just kind of the way that it goes. So let's continue talking a little bit more about some of the stuff that's happening inside of this world. Because why wouldn't we want to do that? Anyways, last week a defunct home <laughs> home goods retailer, Bed Bath & Beyond, wrapped up its bankruptcy proceedings with Overstock.com bought the company's digital assets and intellectual property. Now Overstock says it's changing its entire brand of Bed Bath & Beyond. Big difference, Bed Bath & Beyond balanced both brick-and-mortar stores online. Overstock is on online only and will remain so for now. A digital rollout will begin in Canada next week and a whole revamp on the sites coming to the United States soon. So there you go. If you still need your little fixie ixie of uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, I guess you'll have the opportunity to, to do that stuff. If you're so inclined to do so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, is it, was it is, was it such a great place for you in the first place? I, I never know these things. I always ask these questions because I'm always intrigued on what people have to say. But I, I I used to have loyalty to like particular stores, but I think that now it just boils down to more of uh, digital retailers, and the loyalty um, becomes price. I know. I mean, I'm just trying to be honest on what's going on. Anyways, so take a listen to this real quick because you might be interested. A recent high school grad in Washington State is getting a jump start on his future after winning a $50,000 in lottery scratch-off ticket that his dad bought him for a graduation gift. Those are 1 in 913,000 odds, the Washington Lottery says. He'll need... um. He'll need it. The lucky 18-year-old says he wants to have a career as an artist. So, you know how that goes. Uh, anyways, a Croatian may, may, oh my God, mayor um, wants to ban tourists from lugging their obnoxious loud suitcases along the city. Um, their beautiful Cobblestone Street residents complain that the sounds keep them up at night. The ban is part of a larger plan to stop all tourists from carrying any suitcase in what is being called the Respect the City program. According to the um, Drovnik Times, the local government will set up systems where tourists will be required to drop their bags outside of the city. From there, the bags will be transported to where the tourists are staying by couriers. Other items listed or respect the city programs include not walking pets without a leash, not climbing the monuments, and no walking around the city without a shirt. Is that for a male or a female? I'm just trying to figure that out. Uh, no word on when the... Matter of fact, before I, before I continue, I never understood that thing anyways. I've never been so um, temperature-driven hot that um, I felt like it was so hot I needed to take my shirt off. It's just kind of one of those oddities. Um, it's because I don't get so hot that I'm like, hey, I need to take my damn pants off. I mean, I'm just saying. Anyways, no word on when the suitcase ban will go into effect, the, um, though the residents are hoping it will soon, as the city has already nearly 300,000 arrivals since the beginning of the year, a 32% increase over the same period in 2022. So, there you go. There you go. So, what do you think about it? Just some stuff to think about, I guess. Anyways, with that being said, let's bring some John Smalls into our life and let him tell us about what the hell's going on with the market beat. 
Here's your Market Beat Minute for Friday, June 30th, brought to you by GenesisGoldIRA.com. Equity markets treaded water this week while traders waited for the May PCE price index to be released. The data is expected to be hot, but it may not matter. The market action suggests the rally could continue with or without a cooler read on inflation, opening up additional risk. The Fed suggests that more than one and even more than two more rate hikes are needed and that there could be two back-to-back hikes this summer. As always, the earnings outlook will drive the S&P 500 this year. As it is, the market continues to expect a return to growth in the back half. So long as that remains in the picture, the market should be able to claw its way higher. The question is, how high can it go? The Fed is on track to tighten the screws again, possibly leading to more bank failures and the recession hovering on the horizon for the last 12 months. You can get the inside track from Wall Street's brightest minds delivered directly to your inbox every day at MarketBeatMinute.com. Okay, thank you, John Smalls, for the information on what the hell's going on out there. The Dow added about 269 points to close at 34,122 on Thursday. The S&P added about 19 points to close at 4,396. And the NASDAQ was flat uh, for the day at 13591 West Texas Intermediate closed at $69 a barrel, and Brent crude was at $74 a barrel. The national average price of a gallon of gas was $3.54 on Thursday. Bitcoin ticked up, trading right around $30,300, and there was more than 4,500 flights delayed within, into, and out of the United States on Thursday, and more than 600 cancellation. Tonight's Mega Million drawing will be for $368 million jackpot or $193.4 million cash payout. Saturday night's Powerball drawing will be for $493 million jackpot or a $258.3 million cash payout. So if you want to play the game, well, you have the opportunity of doing so. Anyways, earlier we were talking a little bit about Madonna being hospitalized. Well, Madonna is extremely sick and bedridden despite um, being discharged from the hospital. Insiders told TMZ that the bacterial infection is still um, wrecking havoc on her body. Previously reported Madonna was hospitalized over the weekend after reportedly being found unconscious. A source revealed that she had been dealing with a fever for more than a month but kept it a secret for those around her in fear to jeopardize her tour. Now the tour, which um, was set to kick off in July, is up in the air anyways as the Maj tries to um, get a full recovery and understandably so. So, well wishes going her general direction that is for sure. Anyways, in some other news, talking about just some general things, Vanna White won't return uh, to turning letters on Wheel of Fortune unless she gets a least half of what Pat Sajak makes after the 41, 41 years of the model employee and more to, more to face on the show. Then Pat asking for 50% of what he makes seems um, like no-brainer, an insider said. On her behalf, a previously reported White earns $3 million a year, while St. Jack makes about $15 million a year. No word yet on what um, Ryan Seacrest is getting for the gig as he will be taking over the reins. So there you go. It's going to be some interesting times. There is no doubt about that as we are talking. Anyways, take a listen to this as we are talking about everything. The Pentagon says that the Chinese spy balloon did not collect intelligence during the flight over the U.S. Earlier this year, Mark Mayfield reports. The Defense Department said on Thursday that the balloon didn't collect any information as it flew over the country for most of a week in February. 
A spokesman said the Pentagon is aware the balloon had intelligence collection capabilities, but it didn't gather any data. The military shot down the balloon off the coast of South Carolina. I'm Mark Mayfield. Okay, thank you, Mark Mayfield, for that. Yesterday we were getting information that it had um, technology that was made in the U.S. Now we know that it didn't collect stuff. We become very knowledgeable all of a sudden, it seems like. How weird is that? We at Safety FM are not responsible for what this idiot behind the microphone is saying. He is trying to be entertaining. Rated R Safety Show. Okay, work crews in Hoboken, New Jersey are on the scene trying to repair three water breaks. Sarah Lee Kessler has the info. It happened late last night. Three big water mains ruptured at about the same time Hoboken firefighters were battling a blaze a few blocks away and opened a hydrant. Unclear whether there's a connection. What we do know is that the mains are at 6th Street from Clinton to Adams and near Grand Street from 5th Street to 7th. A water distribution site has been set up in the area for the scores of residents impacted by the breaks. No timeline yet for completing repairs. I'm Sarah Lee Kessler. Oh, I'm sure the people in Hoboken are all excited about that, that's for sure. Anyways, New York, New York. Victims are calling for a lengthy prison term for New Jersey doctor convicted of sexually abusing numerous patients. Take a listen. Prosecutors say evidence shows Robert Haddon sexually abused dozens of his patients over two decades during medical appointments dating back to the 1990s. The Englewood, New Jersey genealogist worked at Columbia University Irving Medical Center and New York Presbyterian Hospital. On Wednesday, 11 of his victims gave emotional impact statements ahead of Haddon's sentencing next month. Hospitals where he worked reached settlements with more than 200 patients, totaling around $236 million. Scott Pringle, NBC News Radio, New York. I mean, here's the thing. The hospitals are settling. How the hell did he keep a job? I mean, how good of a doctor was he that they were like, oh, yeah, we should just keep him anyways. It's kind of crazy. Anyways, um, archaeologists have found some very old items in a northern Iowa dig. Take a listen. Pre-any European presence or interaction, possibly uh, hundreds of years old, but quite possibly several thousand years old as well. The state archaeologist John Dorshuk, yes, John Dorshuk. He says that the items found at the Albie Gardner Historical Site in Arnold Park, Iowa. They also find items from the late 1800s and early 1900s, including um, pieces of dishes and other kitchen items. Dorshuk says that the office gets emails and photos each week from Iowans who have found something really old that they wanted to check out. The archaeologists also found some very old items at the Arbor Garden Historic Site in Arnold Park. Take a listen. Bits and pieces of plates and cups and saucers and cutlery. We got uh, some metal cans, some glass bottles. Dorshuk says that his office gets many tips about possible historical findings. We often get people emailing photographs and asking, can you tell us about this or that? We're happy to do that. So there you go. Some stuff going on right there. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders is sending her National Guard troops to the southern border. Take a listen to this. We need the very best to take on this mission because it won't be an easy one. But I certainly would not have asked our guardsmen to do this if it wasn't a mission focused on the safety and the security of our country. Okay. 80 guardmen's left the, the fort near Oklahoma City. Sanders is joining the growing list of over a dozen other state governors that have um, pledged to send troops in recent weeks. Beginning Saturday, they'll assist the Texas National Guard in their efforts to control uh, immigration 
for 30 days. Officials say that Texas and other states have been seen have been seeing an increase in the migrants since the COVID-19 regulations expired back in May. Governor Sanders says it led to, quote, all-time high illegal border crossings, a flood of deadly drugs like fentanyl, human traffickers um, operating with free reign. Samantha Boyd has um, more why Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee wants to send the national troops on on for a 30-day mission. Take a listen. Sanders called the situation at the border a crisis and said this is one of the most pressing issues facing our country today. So there you go. Interesting stuff going around. Take a listen to this. Fernandale police have released footage of an officer being dragged by a driver of a stolen Jeep after a traffic stop. 25-year-old Donald Brezel gave the officer fake paperwork for the vehicle. When the officer returned to the vehicle, he allegedly hit the gas with the officer hanging on before climbing inside. Brezel did eventually stop and was arrested on several fraud warrants from Southfield. The Jeep had um, been stolen a few months prior from White Lake Township. The audio Fendel police um, the arrest of Donald Brezel after he dragged the officer down the road. Get off the accelerator. Get out of the car. So there you go. Some interesting stuff for sure right there. Take a listen to this. Several teenagers are facing possible charges for shooting fireworks at people's homes in Dearborn Heights, Michigan. Michelle Rhodes um, was one of the victims. Before I can get to the door, all I could see was running. And I wasn't expecting somebody to do that in front of my house right here on the curb, right here in the middle. And then take off. The city director's excuse me. The city's director of police operations, Kevin Swoop, says that he had, that he admitted uh, doing it twenty to twenty five times. Swoop uh, says that he's not sure of the understanding of the danger of shooting fireworks at people's homes. The three suspects were caught after police used security camera video to identify the license plates. Vernon Hill, director of police operations, Kevin Swoop says the teenagers admitted doing it twenty to twenty five times. I'm not sure that these juveniles understand the consequences of of lighting these fireworks off near someone's home. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they don't understand it either. So there you go. I mean, there you go. Anyways, f- um, flight issues continue as part of the country's as the holiday weekend approaches. Over 8,200 flights were canceled. Hold on. Yeah, 8,200 flights were canceled. Delay on Thursday. Take a listen to what Trey Thomas has to say. This woman got tired of waiting and took a Greyhound bus from Detroit to New York City. Then they said that it was delayed, but then they said it was canceled. And they went to the counter. They said it was canceled, but then the chat said it was delayed. So it was very confusing. This comes as over 2.8 million people are expected to pass through TSA this weekend. I'm Trey Thomas. Oh, I'm not envious of those people that are traveling this weekend. I will be 100% honest about that. Anyways, with that being said, it is 34 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's do this because we should do it. Here is the news on the Rising Star Safety Show. From Feature Story News in London, I'm Stuart Smith. 
More than 600 people were arrested overnight in France in what was the third consecutive night of nationwide protests and violence. Banks were set on fire and shops looted as thousands of people continued to demonstrate after the shooting dead of a teenager by police on Tuesday. 40,000 police have been deployed across France's biggest cities to try to contain the disorder. Ross Cullen reports. More than 200 police officers were injured responding to the rioting with arson attacks on schools, city halls and banks while supermarkets were ransacked. The government is holding a crisis cabinet meeting on Friday as it tries to get a handle on the violence ahead of the funeral on Saturday of Nael, the 17-year-old boy who was shot dead by police during a traffic stop on Tuesday. Ross Cullen, Paris. India's HDFC Bank's merger with its sister entity will result in the world's fourth largest lender by market capitalization. After the merger, which is due to be completed over the weekend, it will rank behind the likes of J.P. Morgan Chase and Bank of America, but will still boast a 120 million strong customer base. Ishan Garg has more from New Delhi. The resulting banking company is likely to be valued at $172 billion. It's less than half of the value of the industry giant J.P. Morgan Chase, but it does make the new HDFC Bank India's largest and world's fourth largest bank. The company has made a push in recent years to acquire more customers as it aims to rival India's public sector banks. Analysts say after the merger, some of the key offerings of the new entity, such as home loans and student loans, will make it more appealing to customers. After the announcement of the merger, HDFC Bank's stocks have rallied and its debt security on the money market are seeing an uptick as well. Foreign businesses and investors are wary of tougher Chinese laws on national security and espionage that came into effect at midnight in Beijing on Friday. They worry that some activities, such as doing market or investment research, which can already be difficult, could become even more risky. Andrew Wood reports from Hong Kong. China has already detained dozens of business people and other foreigners and held some of them for years for murky or unclear reasons. And this week, one of China's biggest social media networks banned three Chinese bloggers for writing negatively about the economy. These new laws extend the authorities' powers but do not clearly define what national security interests actually are, so businesses have to second-guess. The timing is bad. Foreign investment in China surged for decades, but in the last year or so, it's turned negative. In other words, investors are cashing in and moving their money out of China and looking for fresh opportunities in India or Southeast Asia. China's economy is still growing, but expansion is much slower and weaker than expected when zero Covid restrictions ended late last year. Andrew Wood, Hong Kong. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. The British government has been forced back to the drawing board over its controversial proposals to deport asylum seekers to Rwanda. The Court of Appeal in London ruled that it would be unlawful for the government to process asylum claims in the African nation, arguing it is not a safe country for migrants seeking leave to relocate to Britain, despite assurances provided by the Rwandan government. Jacqueline McKenzie is with the UK law firm Lee day and specialises in migration and human rights cases. The assurances uh, regarding the arrangements uh, for people to be, you know, to go to Rwanda just weren't good enough, effectively. I mean, that's what it boils down to. Um, And uh, I suppose, given that the government has said they're going to appeal, um, what we'll probably see is this government either looking for uh, another country, um, because I don't think Rwanda's going to be able to address all the safeguarding issues that are actually raised in the details. We've got the headlines, but if you look at the detail, there are a number of safeguarding issues, 
or um, hopefully it may just scrap the plan altogether. Prime Minister Rishi Sunak indicated he is not ready to do that and plans to try and overturn Thursday's ruling, with Number 10 Downing Street hoping the country's Supreme Court paves the way for deportation flights to Rwanda to begin ahead of the country's next general election. With FSN Spotlight, I'm Simon Marks. To recap the top stories, French cities saw a third night of rioting with 40,000 police officers deployed to contain protests against the killing of a 17-year-old by police on Tuesday. Officials from over a dozen countries, many from the Middle East, have summoned Swedish representatives over another Koran-burning protest in Stockholm. And three billion US dollars is on its way to Pakistan from the IMF, pending a final decision next month to help ease its worst economic crisis in decades. That's the latest feature story news. Stuart Smith reporting. Radio USA, Canada, UK. Do you have a claim and not sure where to turn? Coastal Claim Consultants are professionally licensed and bonded public insurance adjusters employed exclusively by you, the policyholder, to represent you after sustaining an insured loss. They assist policyholders in all aspects of processing the claim, working closely with the insured to provide the most equitable and timely settlement possible. They will provide you with comprehensive service, anything from inspecting the law site, analyzing damages, compiling claim support data, reviewing applicable coverages, assessing replacement costs of damages, and negotiating your settlement. The adjusters at Coastal Claim Consultants will evaluate your claim for no upfront cost whatsoever. Coastal Claim Consultants fee is based on contingency contracts and are paid when the insurance company sends you a check and it's in your possession. Coastal Claim Consultants are licensed to assist you in the following states. Florida, Texas, Oklahoma, Georgia, and South Carolina. Carolina. For more information, go to coastal-cc.com. That's coastal-cc.com. For more information, lighting the way to recovery. Coastal Claim Consultants. Hey, Dad, your prescription will be ready in just a minute. Hey, Dad, your laundry will be ready in just a minute. Dad, your lunch will be ready in just a minute. Hey, honey, why don't you take a minute? When you help care for a loved one, you give them as much time as you can, making sure they're safe and comfortable. But it's just as important that you take some time for yourself. At AARP, we can help with information and useful tips on how you can maintain a healthy life balance, care for your own physical and mental well-being, and manage the challenges of caring for a loved one. Because the better care you take of yourself, the better care you can provide for your loved one. Thanks, Dad. Thank you. You're there for them. We're here for you. Find free care guides to support you and your loved one at aarp.org caregiving. That's aarp.org caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. what everyone did this weekend. Jill? Well, I raised my older sister to a big oak tree. It was at least a hundred years old. My mom said I must have set a record or something. And then we went down by a stream and perched up on this huge rock and saw all these little minnows swimming around way below us. 
and then I rescued my little brother from an evil slug king who was guarding him at the bush fortress. And my sister and I brought him back to our super twig fort for safety. And then we all laid out and told stories until it got dark. And the Big Dipper led us all the way home. Where were you, Jill? Yeah. We went to the forest. It's not that far away. Anyone want to come this weekend? Ask your parents to take you and your friends to the forest this week and find the fun, adventurous you. It's closer than you think. Check out discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Is your safety training old, stale, and hacked? Is your safety trainer still preaching a warped version of behavior-based safety? How about safety training that actually addresses your hazards in your workplaces and is not standardized baloney from 25 years ago? Contact the Safety Wars team at safetywars.com or call Jim Polzel at 845-269-5772. Remember, if you're receiving this message, you are the solution to unsafe workplaces. You're being infiltrated. Radio Big. Still hanging out here on the Rated R Safety Show, hour number one of the Jay Allen in the Morning Show. This right here that you're taking a listen to, this is the Wolf Club with Summer Lights. Yeah, you know how it goes around here. We come out, we start talking, we do all the kind of fun stuff, and then we get stuck with the music. You know, I, I gotta tell you, I just love it. I just love me some musica, and I just can't get it to ever stop, but that's okay. So if you want to give this little song a listen without my little interruption, you can go to Apple Music, Spotify, or YouTube Music. Give it a little download a little streamer action. Summer Lights by Wolf Club. We would like to thank Wolf Club for allowing us to play this here on the Rated R Safety Show. So let's get back into the sway and the move and the groove of the things that we have going on on this lovely Friday. Yes, lovely Friday. The Friday can't get any lovelier. I mean, I guess it could if you really wanted it to. So have you decided what you're doing? Are you taking Monday off? I'm just asking. I want, I want, I want to get prepared. I want to get prepared. So are you taking Monday off because Tuesday is a holiday if you're here in the U.S. So that way you can make it a four-dayer. I'm just asking. Don't take it. Don't take it in a weird way. But anyways, before I get into all that stuff, I want to make sure that, you know, if you do go some through some struggles this weekend or at any point in your life that you know about my friends at To Write Love on Her Arms, they can be found at TWLOHA.com. That's TWLOHA.com. That's To Write Love on Her Arms. If you go all the way to the far right-hand side of their website and click on the section that says Find Help. Seriously, it says find out. You click right on it, and they will let you know that no matter what you're facing, you deserve to be connected to help. They want to help you um, with anything that they can. 
And that's anything from addiction, depression, anxiety, eating disorder, self-injury, suicide, trauma, and grief support resources and many other things. And listen, you might sit back and go, hey, I, I don't need this. I don't need this for me personally. Well, you might be able to provide some of this information to other people. Or you can even go on their website and there's ways to get involved on how you can be involved with this active community of helping other peoples. Because people need people. So to find out more information, TWLOHA.com. True Bright Love on Her Arms. So there you go. Currently 47 minutes past the top of the hour. Let's talk about some things that are going on. If it is a big movie theater weekend for you, well, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is coming out today, um, just so you know. And uh, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Teenage Kraken. Yeah, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken. That's what's going on if you want to take a, a gander under to that one. So some options. So let's talk about condoning some condiments here because I think it's uh, very interesting. Ketchup does not um, need to go into the cupboard. We talked a little bit about this yesterday or in the fridge. Heinz had a, a nice little thing saying yesterday that Heinz has finally set the record straight just in time for the 4th of July. Uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs Eating Contest, the official Heinz UK Twitter account, posted that FYI, ketchup goes in the fridge. Fans flooded the the comment section with asking why the product is stored on the shelf in the stores and restaurants. Heinz then asked the following to vote whether they keep their ketchup in the fridge or in the cupboard. The results of 2,500 votes. The answer was nearly split in the middle. So, uh, sorry, I can't really um, make a hindsight of 2020 joke here. Um, haven't, haven't had the mustard or courage to do so. But really, the point here wasn't so much to talk about the same story that I talked about yesterday. It was to really to get into this, that Pepsi has announced its first infused condiment named Cola Shop. Yep, Cola Shop. In honor of the 4th of July, the sauce is meant to be um, a finishing touch on a hot dog, starting with Pepsi's reduction. Yes, 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 yes. The topping is then a delicacy. The limited edition product is featured sweet, a size, um, well, I guess we can say... Kind of like a citrus taste to it, um, and it's uh, and with its carbonated drink, says that the company. But online reaction has been underwhelming. With commentators writing, "I mean, I like Pepsi not that much. I don't think anyone could like Pepsi this much. I don't know." So there you go. There you go. Some stuff to think about as we are talking. Take a listen to this. A man accused of robbing a woman at gunpoint outside of her Indianapolis homes insisted that she um friend him on Facebook. Then he asked her out on Facebook. Amber Braun says that she was uh, checking her mailbox when a man approached her and pulled a gun and demanded um, she get in, uh, get in, him to get inside of her home. She declined to let the man, identified by the police as Damien Boyce, into her home. Instead, um, handing him $100. Boyce then allegedly pointed the gun at her and demanded that she add him on Facebook. According to the court documents, she said that she told the TV station that I thought I maybe added him on Facebook that um, he would leave. And he did. Soon after, she began receiving messages from alleged gunmen, including on where he asked to meet up and chill. One of the messages said, read, damn, you were so pretty to rob. Same reason I feel so, I feel safe wherever I go. Yep, how to say that one. Anyways, a California man who mistakenly donated $15,000 instead of $150 to a GoFundMe says that his blunder turned out 
to be a blessing. Michael posted um, on how um, a viral story on Reddit with screenshots as evidence after he encountered with a friendly neighbor about a hunger charity and heads up in Bangladesh. He says that he wanted to help support the neighbor with the charity and donated $150. But instead, um, at the moments later, he got received texts warning him that the unusual large amount by his credit card. Michael wrote that he determined to do the keystroke error. 150 became 15,041. The good news is that before the refund could be processed the man runs the charity sent michael pictures and videos of people thinking um thanking him for the donation including video of a man surrounded by dozens of um improvised people holding bags of food after he got the refund michael donated one thousand five hundred dollars to charity and even better the story went viral and others contributed fundraising target that exceeded by ten thousand dollars i just made one thousand five hundred dollar donation to a hunger fundraiser this morning and i went to the grocery store shopping with the teenager so there you go some things to think about as we are talking anyways with that being said let's do this real quick let's bring some john smalls in here for our life and let him tell us about what the hell is going on with the motivation minute the motivation minute is courtesy of insurancechicken.com today's quote was submitted by kyle steve blank said people talk about getting lucky breaks in their careers i'm living proof that the lucky breaks theory is simply wrong You get to make your own luck. The world is run by those who show up, not those who wait to be asked. I love this quote. I've been told numerous times about how lucky I've been in life. I've never really bought into that theory. I've been more of a fan of the, if you work 80 hours a week, something's going to eventually work out theory. Sadly, I've leaned on that one a little too much, but I love what I get to do for a living. So I often find myself working more than anyone has ever expected of me. And I think that works just fine. This has been today's Motivation Minute, courtesy of insurancechicken.com. They're known for insurance quotes. I'm John Small. Thanks for listening. Your favorite motivational quotes can be submitted for upcoming programs at motivationminute.org. President Biden is now using a CPAP machine to treat his sleep apnea. Reporters saw indentations from the machine's straps on the sides of his face Wednesday morning. The White House notes he's disclosed his sleep apnea history in medical reports since 2008. A health report from Biden's doctor back in 2019 said his symptoms were improving after sinus and nasal passage surgery. His latest physicals have still indicated he's fit to serve as president. The U.S. Department of Health and Human Services is among those affected by a wide-ranging hacking campaign. The attackers gained access to data by exploiting MoveIt software used by third-party vendors. Officials said records for more than 15 million people could be compromised. Hackers behind the massive breach also claim credit for stealing data from two major law firms and many other organizations. Health Update, Sarah Lee Kessler, NBC News Radio. Hello, I'm Richard Exley with your one-minute devotion. Nothing is impossible with God. When you are facing an impossible situation, like a terminal illness or some such thing, pray for a miracle. Pray for a miracle, but do not put your hope in a miracle. Our hope is in Jesus Christ, the author and finisher of our faith, and in Him alone. If we put our hope in a miracle, we may be disappointed. But if we put our hope in Jesus, we will never be disappointed. He will always be with us in any and every situation. Lord Jesus, 
You are able to deliver us, but even if you don't, we will trust you and serve you. Amen. If these devotions are a blessing and an encouragement to you, you can subscribe at OneMinuteDevotion.com. Okay, so there you go, the devotion right there. Anyways, I have something a little special for you today um, as we are doing our gigo. Um, I want you to take a listen to a message from the good doctor. Take a listen to this. No, if I can, hold on. My screen doesn't want to flip. Hold on. I, I, I think I, I'm showing you too much stuff. Maybe that's what's going on. Hold on real quick. So take a listen from the doc. Hi, everybody, and welcome to uh, this little conversation we're going to have. It's the second time I've done it because I keep getting the date wrong, uh, which is normal for people who do stuff like this, so I don't feel too bad. But here's the story. We're going to have another conference, and the reason we're going to have another conference is not because of giant popular demand or because we're huge or because people... No, it's uh, it's because the first one we had, which we had by direct request, because I don't know if you guys remember, but we went through a big pandemic. It filled up too fast. And because we reached capacity so quickly, the decision was made with much cajoling, whatever that means, to actually have a second conference, and that is what I'm here to talk to you about. Now, that second conference is September 27th through 29th. And if you're interested, you could just look up safetyfm.io because Jay and his guys are running all the registration. The conference is in Orlando, and it's an excellent opportunity, if you've not seen it, to see the Star Wars exhibit, amusement, whatever that thing's called. So join us, will you, in September? I still think there's some room available, although this one is uh, seems to be filling up as well. It's going to be a great crowd. You'll see Bob Edwards and Andrea and Jenny Long and Mark Yeston and uh, maybe some other exciting people as well. So see if you can be a part of the fun we're going to have. Thanks. So there you go. Coming directly from Todd himself about the Todd about the Conklin Conference that's coming up in Orlando. We'd love to see you there. More information can be found at safetyfm.io. So there you go. Anyway, so let's get into this real quick. Let's talk about some things that happened back on this date. If I take a look around and take a look at, let's see, 1997, the United Kingdom's 99-year lease of Hong Kong expires in the land um, handed over to China. The governor of one country's two-system principles, the city maintains an independent judicial branch of the common law system separated from the rest of the communist China. So there you go. That happened back in 1997. Let's take a look at some birthdays relatively quick. Just a few, just a name. Alicia Fox turns 37. Michael Phelps, 38. Let's see. Monica Potter, 52. And Mike Tyson turns 57 today. If you're looking at some days of the year to celebrate, I have some of those for you. It's International Asteroid Day, uh, National Meter Watch Day, Social Media Day, National Cream Tea Day, and National Corvette Day. So there you go. There's some days of the year to celebrate. If you are looking for a, let's see, a random joke for today, I have a clean conscience. I haven't used it. If you need a phone starter for today, try this. Holiday Friday or Holiday Monday, which do you prefer and why? And if you need a question for the water cooler, try this. It is considered bad etiquette to eat this in more than five bites. What is it? A hot dog. 
So there you go. Anyways, thank you for taking a listen to what the hell we have going on. I hope you get to enjoy a four-day weekend. We will be back with you on Wednesday. Yep, Wednesday that is. Yep, we'll be back on Wednesday for us to hang out and do all the great stuff that we get to do. At the top of the hour, I'll be going over to RadioBig.fm if you want to come and hang out. If not, that's fine. You can stay here on Safety FM and take a listen to what the hell Sheldon Primus has going on with the business of safety consulting. Thank you for always being the best part of of Safety FM and Radio Big, and that is the listener, because without you, it doesn't make a lot of sense to do what we do around here. If I can't leave you with a deep thought for this weekend, I'd love to leave with this. For every minute you are angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. Think about that. I know who you are. Duh. You know who I am. Love you, mean it, and goodbye. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.